from Public Radio International. This is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, September 2nd. I'm Marco Werman. First direct talks between Israelis and Palestinians for nearly two years formally opened in Washington. The U.S. says a deal is possible within one year. Also, an Iraqi refugee in America. In Iraq, he was a master electrician. In the U.S., he's had to start from scratch. You lose everything. Like you feel you are a baby, you are a newborn. You're searching for anyone to help you. Plus, get your poker face on. A video mashup in China between the Red Army Choir and Lady Gaga. Now this news. BBC News with Zoe Diamond. Firefighting vessels have been sent to an oil platform in the Gulf of Mexico after an explosion on board. The platform is still ablaze and Coast Guard say a mile-long sheen of oil has spread from the area. Rajesh Merchandani reports from Los Angeles. A spokesman for Mariner Energy, which owns the rig, said it caught fire, but they did not yet know how. He said all 13 workers were picked up from a life raft in the sea and that there were no injuries. They're being brought back to land. The platform was not producing any oil or gas at the time of the incident, but seven wells operated by the company are close by. The rig is some 130 kilometres south of the Louisiana coastline and more than 150 kilometres west of where the Deepwater Horizon rig, leased by BP, exploded in April. The explosion comes amid continuing controversy over attempts by President Obama to impose a moratorium or deep water drilling in the Gulf of Mexico. The US government ordered a halt following the oil spill in April while it investigated safety and environmental concerns. But that has been the subject of legal challenges by drilling companies. Israel and the Palestinians have been holding their first direct negotiations in nearly two years in Washington. The American Middle East envoy, Senator George Mitchell, said the talks so far have been constructive. He said the two sides had agreed to meet again in the region in two weeks and that they would work towards reaching a framework agreement. Our goal is to resolve all of the core issues within one year. And the parties themselves have suggested and agreed that the logical way to proceed to tackle them is to try to reach a framework agreement first. The International Monetary Fund is to give Pakistan $450 million in emergency flood aid in the next few weeks, and the World Bank has also increased its funding by $100 million. The Pakistani authorities say the floods have affected 20 million people. From Washington, Laura Trebellion reports. As Pakistan struggles with the impact of the floods, the International Monetary Fund has stepped in to provide emergency aid. Governments have been slow to pledge the money the United Nations says is needed for the initial relief efforts. Donors have been worried about their money falling into the hands of the Pakistani Taliban. $490 million is the UN's target. Only half of the money to help people in the longer term has been pledged. So the IMF's decision to give $450 million to Pakistan's government is significant. The president of Afghanistan, Hamid Karzai, has condemned a NATO airstrike which he said killed 10 people in the north of the country who were part of a convoy of election workers. The NATO-led intervention force in Afghanistan said it believed 8 to 10 militants had been killed. World News from the BBC.
The German Central Bank has called on the country's president to dismiss one of its board members, Thilo Saratzin, over comments he made about immigration and Jews. From Berlin, Wana Lundjeski reports. In a terse statement, the board of the Central Bank said it had voted unanimously to request Thilo Saratzin's dismissal. It's an unprecedented decision which this proudly independent institution has taken under unprecedented pressure. In a book published this week, Mr. Saratin claims that Germans will end up strangers in their own land because of Muslim immigration. He also said that Jews shared a particular gene which made them different from other people. His comments have hit a raw nerve, with leading politicians, including Chancellor Angela Merkel, calling them unacceptable and damaging to Germany's reputation abroad. The United Nations' top human rights official says she's postponing the release of a report that has angered Rwanda. A draft-